3: Now joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, the TV voice for a long time, long time TV voice of the Sacramento Kings, Grant Napier, also the host of the Grand Napier Show, 1140 KHTK, joining us now on the Wendy's Big Show. Grant, appreciate the time today ahead of the game.
2: Hey, man, it's great to be on with you guys. Uh, It's not great to be in the snowy, cold weather, but it's great to be on with you guys.
3: It's got to be a little bit different for me from uh, Sacramento (laughs) as as you walk in here. But maybe a winnable game now tonight for the uh, Sacramento Kings with uh, the question mark around Giannis Atetokounmpo. Ten games under five hundred, though. How has the progress been for the young team under Luke Walton's tutelage in Sacramento?
2: Well, the the theme for this season has been injuries. You know, Marvin Bagley's only played in 13. Their outstanding point guard, De'Aaron Fox, missed 19 games. You know, Bogdan Bogdanovich has missed 11 games. You know, their starting center, Rashawn Holmes, who was having this incredible season, is now going to miss, I think, his 15th straight game tonight. So uh, it's been real frustrating, but the Kings have been playing very, very well as of late. They've won six of eight, and it coincided with Luke Walton taking Buddy Heald out of the starting lineup, putting Bogdan Bogdanovich in his. Now they're going to be playing the best. And you're right about Giannis, don't know about him, but even without him, this is still a deep team. So I think it's going to be a good test. I think it comes down to whether or not the Kings are making their threes. If they're making the threes, I think they'll be in the
0: ballgame. What about De'Aaron Fox? I mean, he kind of busted out onto the scene last year, and everybody kind of focuses on him. How much improvement has he made from last year to this year?
2: He's, uh, since coming back from his grade 3 ankle sprain, uh, the last, I would say, three weeks, he's played the best basketball of his career. He looks like a, a, it's almost, I don't want to say a light switch went on, but I think he's starting to really get it. You know, he's only in his third year. Uh, Last year, he made a huge step from year one to year two. I didn't think he started the season as well as he would have wanted, and then he got hurt, and that was a bad injury, where he missed, you know, 18 or 19 consecutive games at a
4: What's your assessment of, of the Milwaukee Bucks? Most certainly, I don't think a lot of people saw them winning 70 games and being possibly the best team uh, in in the NBA. But love to get a, uh, a, a viewpoint from someone on the outside.
2: The only thing that concerns me about the Bucks in the playoffs is Giannis at the free throw line. I mean, that's the only thing that makes me nervous if I'm looking at this Bucks team. I their their coach. I love. Uh, I love the way they play defense. They have proven that they're the best team in the East, although I'm sure people in Toronto are going not so fast with their 14-game winning streak, but, I mean, they have the best talent. They have the best player in Giannis, period. Uh, I don't care what anybody else says in the East. He is the best player in the conference, but I am a little nervous. You know, fourth quarter, game tied, 30 seconds left, or down by one, he goes to the line. You know, is he going to make us free throws? And that's the one area of concern that I have with Milwaukee, but, I mean, Boring injury, uh, and again, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but Doug Christie, who I have a lot of respect for and works with me, he said they haven't missed Malcolm Brogdon in the regular season but he thinks they're going to miss them in the postseason, but he thinks that his absence of being with Indiana now is going to hurt them when the playoffs start, that they're going to miss him. Doug knows a lot more about the game than I do. I'm not as sold on that. I still think they have what it takes to win the East. They're my pick to win the East. Uh, I, I don't see anyone in the East better than them. That I would have it, but again, it has to do. I don't know how you guys feel if I'm, you know, exaggerating with the free throw
4: shooting, but that would be
2: an area of concern.
4: And and you said that Giannis' best player in the East. Who's the best player in the NBA from your viewpoint?
2: Well, in my opinion, it's still LeBron James, and uh, I don't think that we should even have a debate on this. Uh, LeBron James is completely uh, rejuvenated after being hurt last year, and you know, even though he's. You know, in his mid 30s, I still think he's the best player uh, in basketball. And until somebody goes out and beats LeBron James when he's healthy in the playoffs right now, then I, and again, I say this knowing full well that I think the Clippers helped themselves out greatly at the trade deadline in getting Marcus Morris. And I think the way the Clippers play defense may be the difference in the playoffs in the West. I'm not sold at all on Houston. I'm not sold on Denver to beat either the Lakers or the Clippers. But I still want to see a team beat LeBron James in a seven game series. And I'm I'm it's only February, so I don't have to make my prediction right now. Yep. But I wouldn't rule them out, I'll tell you that.
3: Grand Napier joining us play by play voice on television of the Sacramento Kings for a long time. Also host of the Grand Napier show on eleven forty in Sacramento. I think it's a great point, Grant, because he also might have the the best number two that he's had alongside of him, and that's saying a lot because he played with a three time champion. In, in Dwayne Wade as well. And, and Kyrie Irving who's done masterful things since leaving They're in Sacramento with, with the years that have been slumped, but now the new arena and the young stars on the gr- in the group, you talked about the injuries though. How has the following in the fan base reacted to, to the first year of Luke Walton and the young group that they have there with Vlade Divac?
2: They still come to the games every night, but they're getting very impatient. They're getting very impatient. Kings haven't been in the playoffs since 2006. That's the longest drought in the NBA You know, obviously the Kings took Marvin Bagley instead of Luca, and so that has irritated the fan base. But, you know, Luca has already proven that he's a special player. I still think Marvin Bagley is going to be a special player. You know, in the practices that I go to and in the games that he's played in, I think this guy is a big time talent, but you can't be a big time talent if you're hurt, and guys don't get hurt on purpose. You know, that's another thing I, I have to deal with the fans. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, Marvin didn't get hurt on purpose. He's hurt. It's bad luck. But, I, I think he's very special. He's a different type of player than Luca, obviously, but you know how you know how fans are. They want to compare Marvin to Luca and well, that's not really fair for Marvin. So you know Marvin got so upset with the fans' reaction. he shut down all of the social media. He's not on Twitter anymore. He just cut out his Instagram. And I think that's good for him. I think it's good for him to live in a bubble for a while. You know, he's only 20 years old, and so he's got a lot of growing up to do in that area. And when I mean growing up, I'm talking about natural maturity, not that he's immature, but, you know, he's 20. And I, I have a lot of high hopes on him. I still think that he can go down as one of the great players that our franchise has ever had. That's how much talent is in his body. I, I have high hopes for him. I think he's going to be tremendous. I really do. But the fans, you know, we're one. There's the kings in town, and there are the kings, and there are kings, and that's it. They come out every night. I mean, I got to tell you guys, the atmosphere for a team that has a bad record like Sacramento on both Friday and Saturday at home against Miami and San Antonio, I can tell you right now, if you three walked into Golden 1 and you didn't know anything about the standings, you would swear you were at a playoff game. That's how great the fan base is in Sacramento.
0: That's great. That's great for the Kings organization for sure if they're willing to support uh, a losing basketball team and has been a losing basketball team for a while. You talk about talent, a guy that's been hurt. I, Harry Giles is a guy I love coming out of the draft, and he can't stay healthy for the life of himself. But I think he's a pretty talented kid, too.
2: Yep, he is talented. Now, the good news is he he missed training camp. He missed the beginning of the season, and now he's up to speed, and he's coming off his best game, uh, career-high 12 rebounds. He had 8 or 10 points against St. Antonio. He was on the floor for 26 and 28 minutes. He's, uh, he's a fan favorite. I mean, the fans absolutely love Harry. You know, he's got an ACL on each knee, so you always have to be concerned about that. But he's playing very well. He's starting at center right now in the absence of Rashawn Holmes. And then, of course, he's traded uh, Dwayne Dedman back to Atlanta. But, you know, Harry is going to play as long as he can stay out of foul trouble tonight. And something else, you know, you might see Kavari Parker play tonight. As of two hours ago, he's officially listed as questionable. The team just got him in that trade from Travari for at uh, Dwayne Dedman. So, the former Buck may be back a little bit. If he does, a lot of us can come off the bench. So uh, the Kings may have a little added offense coming off the bench tonight as well. But forget that Harry Giles, yeah. They, again, he's a fan favorite. They love him out in Sacramento, and uh, he's been playing pretty well, has
3: Talking with the longtime television play by play voice, Grant Napier of the Sacramento Kings is there in town to take on the Milwaukee Bucks here tonight. Grant, on the Milwaukee Bucks front, from what you and, and as you said, your partner Doug Christie respect his basketball opinion tremendously. Chris Middleton takes a lot of uh, heat in this town, and, and there's always been a lot of question marks on the side of Chris. I don't know exactly how much you've been able to see, but now a two-time sure. All-Star, what are your thoughts on number 22?
2: Well, here's the bottom line, okay? We're going to judge Chris Middleton, and when I say we're, I'm talking about the NBA community on what happens beginning on the third week of April, right? I mean, it's fine and dandy to you know have the best record in the NBA, and the Bucks look great, and this and that. But the people here in Milwaukee and the people around the NBA are going to judge Middleton as, okay, what happens when the playoffs begin? And so that's what it all boils down to me. I've already seen what it can do in the regular season. Now I want to see what happens. The Bucks, to me, are the clear cut favorites to come out of the East. They have the coaching, they have the players. Now let's see what happens in these tough seven game series. So I know I'm not answering your question specifically. Call me up in June and ask me that question, and I'll answer it. To me, it all comes down to to what he does in the months of April, May, June. That's what it boils down to for me.
3: Grant, we're going to call you up in June, primarily because I like talking basketball with people that have been around the NBA for a really long time. Grant, appreciate it. Have a good call tonight, all right?
2: All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you, it. And that's
3: Grant Napier, voice of the Sacramento Kings. 30 years he's been the voice of the Sacramento Kings. Incredibly well-respected. He saw Doug Christie play. Now he works with him on the broadcast, also on 1140 KHTK in Sacramento on the Grant Napier Show. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Has your passion outgrown your home? Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves with the com. Simply local lending since 1935.
4: Do you get surprised when people say, no, Giannis is not the best player in the NBA?
3: No, especially yeah. with somebody that play that watches LeBron, I mean, how many different times? Six times a, a year out in, in California? Yeah. Not really at all. Do okay. you? No, I don't. I don't. But I think people in Wisconsin do. Sure. Well, because a, he's in our backyard. He's right. He's our, sure. he's, he's our guy. Sure. He's our guy. But that doesn't mean you can't look at it objectively. I know you don't believe
4: people do, but, yeah, you, you still see it that I way. Think, I don't think people do. I, okay. think, I, th- I think fans are fans, which I like it. I mean, I love that. I think that's what you love about the state of Wisconsin. I, more importantly, that's the reason why I came to college here Then got an opportunity to be a Green Bay Packer. They back their you know, their their athletes and to, to, to no end if you don't screw up. You know what I mean? But I think it's probably everywhere in most states. But, yeah, I think – other people still see it differently, differently on the outside. I think on a national level, I don't necessarily agree with it because right now in the day, I, I do believe this kid is the Giannis is the best in the NBA, but there is reservation still amongst players, former players, that he's got to win one in order for them to say that. I don't necessarily believe that.
3: And and that just seems like it's always a thing. But there's always got to be the first time. And, and there's always got to be the first time that you break through that glass ceiling. But I feel like we all, I mean, he said it about Chris Middleton, we all defa- defer one. that blame of the titles usually to the second best player or the He's third best one. player. Eric Bledsoe gets that heat all the time. Yes,
4: no doubt. Well, from us. Well, not from us, but from here in, sure. within the state, yes. Bledsoe get a lot of and heat. And
3: it's
0: justifiable, though. I mean, Game to game, he's very inconsistent. And then you get to the postseason, and some guy named Terry Rozier owns you, and you mentally you can't f- figure out how to get through it. He, he's led to the mm-hmm. criticism that he's gotten in this time. With all due respect, he really has. And he could turn it around himself, but he just has to be aggressive. And there's going to be nights where he's aggressive, and he's going to go 3 for 12 or something. But that doesn't mean the next night you should stop being aggressive because you had a bad night. Just keep being that player because I'm telling you, when he is on, Middleton is on, and Giannis is on, they are going to be unbeatable oh, in the sure, playoffs.
3: Sure, no, unbeatable.
4: Nobody's beating this team. No no doubt about it. And
3: they could put a ring on their finger. Uh one Green Bay Packer says somebody on his team should be putting a ring on it. We'll bring that to you Don't next. Not. But first, guys, Beauforting Beer, premium quality beer due to its superior ingredients for 100 250 years. They've been brewing beer the right way, family-owned in a brewery that uses only the freshest barley, the freshest spring water, and the finest hops in the production of all their beers and down to 10 kegs of the Winter Lager left. Once it's gone, it's gone for the rest of 2020. No beer fans, Want to try them all? Will be interested for their final chance to get some winter loggers. So go and test that out right now today with only a few case or kegs left. It's available at Blue Mountain Bowl Dugout 54. And O'Donoghue's Irish Pub. So check that out for a special final chance at getting some winter lager. But if you just want to grab a six-pack of anything in the Beauforting lineup, the Crisp Bilsner, the Smooth Triple, or the Perfectly Balanced Brew, just go to places like Total Wine and More, Autos, or any Festival Foods location. All those those three are also on tap at Cafe Hollander, the Nomad, and Revere's in Delafield. Here's a little secret about Beauforting beer, guys. Unlike the other imports that you're drinking... Beauforting never sold out. It's not owned by a gigantic corporation. They don't brew it in mass quantities with a bunch of different taps and different lines in the production of all these different beers. It's Beaufitting beer. It's made in small batches with a personal family touch. So we can all drink in the Boff with Milwaukee's favorite smooth drinking import, Zadarius Smith. He said, put it on me back in September. He said, put a ring on the finger to one Green Bay Packer. Tell you next on the fan. Why? Why?
1: If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Over? Stop the whys and visit Cox.com. 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.